Are you the owner of the yes, Serbian sir. club? Yes, sir. What's your name? My name is Milorad Kopik. We're the Belairs. I'm Al. It's my wife, Joe. I'm, I'm glad to meet you. And we are fascinated with your food. Now, would you take just a minute? I know how busy you are. Yes. What did we start off with now? Uh, we start with the plum brandy, and after I brought the bottle of the Prokupac, Serbian best wine, and the drink for dessert was Kruškovac. Now, we had what's called the combination. You had the combination. This is the combination. This is the... Half of, half of order the shish kebab, rajnici, uh, half chevapčići. Mm -hmm. Yes. And after you had uh, some good torta, homemade. I I had a nut tort. My wife had. Uh, what did you have there? You had the rum tort. Yes. And the strudel. And the apple strudel. Do you make that right here? We make every day. Is this your wife? Who's no, the... no. This is ah. the friend of mine, wife. Ah. Yes. Are yes. you always this busy? Yeah. No, no, just so busy. We are on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We are really we have a big crowd. Other days we have, as usually, the people. You know, our people comes over here. Yeah. We had an appetizer platter. What was that? Did we get? Yeah. My wife wanted you to explain the appetizer platter. Yes, this is the Serbian appetizer, kaimak, cheese, uh, Serbian sir or cheese, how in English, and the paprika and the what was it? Ah, prosciutto, prosciutto. It's a very good. Yeah, sausage. Yes, sausage. Sausage. Yeah, yeah. It's very. We have. Uh, I tell you, we have very good food daily. Daily fresh. We don't have nothing from cans. Nothing. No. Homemade, fresh. How long have you been here? I'm here. Uh, I'm here nine years, and a friend of mine was bef uh, before me around six. Fifteen years we have Serbian club and this small neighbor. Yes. Are all these folks here tonight? Are they of Serbian descent mostly? Yeah. This is this is the Serbian people. We had a special day today. Uh, across the street of our our club is uh, Serbian Brothers Help. Serbian Brothers Help. We help the people in Europe, sick, wounded people after uh, and the Second World War, and uh, sick people of other disease, you know. Mm -hmm. And we send a yearly in a Europe, in the South America, in North America, in Australia, we send around around seventy-five thousand dollars. Isn't that great? Hey, this is the the, the, the Serbian people uh, uh, give the donation and the member dues, and we send those. We work without any penny, no pennies for work. That's something unusual here in the United States. Yes, it is. Yeah, but we work without any penny that we pay some employees. Everybody work voluntary. Huh? And we send around $70,000 a year. Yes. Now, uh, a year ago, the, the government gave us the, the, the uh, that we can deduct, deduct our donation to the Serbian Brothers Help. Uh, not, uh, that's, that means we have the non-profit organization and uh, we have the right to deduct for the income tax. Well, here's to the Serbian Brothers. Yeah. Uh, now, are you from Serbia yourself? I am from Montenegro, from Crnagora. Well, that's, the, that's part of Serbia, so, yes. How long have you been here? I am here around uh, 18 years in the United States. And I was in in the uh, in Italy in the jail. I was sentenced 20 years during the war. I was in Africa five years in the Yugoslav Royal Yugoslav Army. And after I came over here in the United States. Now, what days are you open and what hours are you open? We are open seven days a week, around almost around the clock. Uh, in the morning, 9:30 till 2 o'clock, 12 o'clock. We have uh, we have lunch and dinner.
You work a very full day here at yeah. the Serbian Club. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You want to tell yes. the address here? Could you give us your address? 1928 West Evergreen. Our telephone is Humboldt 92860. You don't mind if we tell people that they would be welcome I'd to be come over? And I, will, I will appreciate and thank you very much. Yeah. We've had a lot. And so filled with torts and Turkish coffee, we stole away silently into the night, having had a, just a, a great evening. This is a great place. Yes, one thing he forgot to mention was that this lovely combination dinner we had is served on a bed of chopped onion, which seems a little unusual. The plate came and it looked as if it was noodles and turned out to be onions and very good. I had never had a dinner like this before, and uh, it, it's just a kind of atmosphere that unless somebody tells you about it, or you, you, would, you wouldn't even walk in off the street. No, because it, it does look sort of like a private club. There are no signs in the windows, a couple of beer ads, and that's it. You have to get up your courage and just go inside and have a Serbian dinner. Now, having completed dinner, we weren't really quite ready to go home, and besides, we had a, a standing invitation that we really wanted to follow through on. Remember a few weeks ago when Joe and I went out to the Dolgich bookstore, uh, the Russian family we met? Remember Mrs. Dolgich? Remember how she can sing? Well, shortly after we'd been out there, we received a telephone call, and we were told by a friend of the Dolgiches that we were invited to a party at their house on this very night. So we thought, do you think they really mean it? Well, there's only one way to find out. So we went. And it was a delightful party. Uh, it turned out they were celebrating um, their pre-Lenten holiday. Since they are Russian Orthodox, it comes a little later than ours. But there was much food and a uh, punch available on the table. But the moment we walked in, Mrs. Dolgich and a friend of hers retired to the kitchen and started making fresh blini for us. Uh, you were out in the kitchen, weren't you? Oh, I, I yes, lost uh, you for a while. I had to go watch them make them. Uh, it's a sourdough yeast batter that they uh, use for making these particular pancakes. They explained to me these are never served with jam or sweet things. These are served uh, in this pre-Lenten occasion, and I guess during Lent, uh, and served only with fish and sour cream. And so they make an ideal hors d'oeuvre. Uh, you can drink alcoholic beverages and eat these particular pancakes, and they go very well. And they were delicious, and they had been made at moments there was sturgeon and red Russian caviar, and it was really a, a Russian party. In fact, uh, the apartment, uh, the Dolgich apartment, is right behind their store, right behind the bookstore. And you go back in, and it's a long, rather narrow living room with chairs and davenports on both sides and a beautiful piano at end. Yes, and it was quite crowded. There were lots of people invited. I suspect that everything had been pushed back against the wall just so we could make our way back and forth between the piano and the dining table. Ah. If this is typical of a Russian party, and since it's the first one I've ever been to, I don't know, but it was wonderful, um, the, the singing and the marvelous uh, camaraderie among these people. Ooh, some of them, you could tell, uh, the pianist and the accordionist were not used to playing together, but they loved teasing each other and carrying on just a bit, changing tempo and changing key just to see if one could go along with the other. And Mrs. Dolgich sang, and friends of hers sang. It was really gay. In fact, we were about the only ones who didn't sing. I sat there thinking, boy, am I dum-dum here. <laughs> <laughs> and they have beautiful voices and sing with great, reckless, joyous abandon. The one line, the man leaned across to and said, Sorry, I'm not much lying you about the importance of music. Singing. Oh, yes, yes, he said, uh, uh, I recall. He said, singing to us is as important as food. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, and they this, really this feel that way yes, about it, they too. Really... So, we, we met many friends there, new ones, and a few old friends that we were not aware were going to be there. So much later on at night, we came out of their 
apartment, left their friends, out the store, the back of our car, having had two experiences that we had never had before. I had never really been close to Serbians. I, Serbia is a part of Yugoslavia, and yet the Serbs like to be known as the Serbs and not as Slavs, and there's quite a bit well, of I sensitivity there. they were there. at one time a separate country, but like so many of the little countries in Europe, they sort of got swallowed up, but they maintained their own identity anyway. One thing that was interesting to me is we were all sitting there, and as they were singing and just having this joyous time, uh, one man, in quite a casual way, happened to mention that he speaks seven languages. And uh, one lady there was singing in Russian, and then she was talking with another lady in French. And I get the feeling that uh, we Americans could stand to learn a lot from people who have such a, a wide knowledge of other people. Maybe it's because we live in such a big country and don't brush nose to nose with people from other lands who are maybe 20, 30, 40 miles. But gee, it's beautiful to see how all of these people were just having a swinging party. So now it's, it's Lent. I believe Lent has now begun for the Russian Orthodox, but they go on for seven weeks and don't eat any meat at all. That's what they tell me. So that's a discipline. <laughs> and we touched Serbia, Ukraine and Russia the other night, and we just thought we'd like to take you along. Now, I don't think you can actually live without having dinner at the Serbian club here, at least for the next few months. It's a must. So Mal and Joe have been on the go, and suppose you follow us around. It's on the very near north side. What you do to get to the Serbian club is go west on Damon, uh, west on north to Damon, and then turn south on Damon, turn to your left, and it's just a couple blocks. And if you're a Chicago, find it. Attaboy. Good luck. <laughs>